welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they've also come with bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfishing, and endless scrolling of the grid for hours. We've all been there. On Motto, every profile is verified by a real human, and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash talk or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, gain queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Oops, she did it again. Britney's back in the news while the people got a major blindside. It's time for the Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. If a headline was made, then it's fair game for Shade. And joining me this week, it's Double Trouble with Zalika and Scout. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Is it morning? It's afternoon. It's after, like afternoon officially is noon, right? And like we're it's in the afternoon. Somewhere. Yeah. But like people don't know what time it is right now. So I'm going to say good morning. That's true. That's fair. All right, friends, we're going to be taking five pop culture topics, headline stories, and rather than the usual rapid fire, we're going to break them apart and share our thoughts. There are lots of things happening in a given week, so some of your favorite moments might not be included. But if you want us to discuss something, reach out, DM me at Michael Block Talk on Instagram. No promises. Um, well, at least we didn't have a lot of racism this week. Hey. You know? But for those who follow the Luke Valentine Big Brother situation, Homeboy oh. uh, is not helping himself. He does not care. It's really weird. He's doubling down, like, I'm so tired. I was tired and hungry. And I, I was, to yeah, right. I was tired and hungry. I was like, uh, okay. How many other people have been in that house that have not been racist because right? they're A tired? Uh, whatever. We're not, we're not talking about the, that drama. We will start with a blind side. Blind side. Michael Over, the subject of the movie The Blind Side, alleges that he was never adopted by the Tui family and hasn't received any money from the film. The Blind Side, a film about a rich white family adopting a struggling black high school player, may not be all what it was cracked up to be. Michael Over, the real life football star, alleges that the Tui family never formally adopted him but tricked him into a conservatorship. In a court filing, he alleges that Sean and Lee Ann gained legal authority to make business deals in his name, which he claims that they abused their power and allowed their birth children to gain millions in royalties from the film. The petition states that the Tuis and their birth children each received $225,000 plus 2.5% in net proceeds of the film. Now, since the scandal broke this week, the Tui family has now announced their intentions to seek an end to Ower's conservatorship, though they have in the past said that Ower has tried to shake them down for money. As the internet is also crazy, once the heartwarming story's validity was questioned, people called for Sandra Bullock to return the Oscar she won for the film. It should also be noted that Michael Ower has just released a new book called When Your Back's Against the Wall. So first off, I'll preface it. I've never seen the film. Do you believe the allegations or do you think this is all a publicity stunt? 
mean, I believe the allegations. I never, I don't like, I would never, I'm going to trust the like black person who's saying it before I trust the white couple that was making money. Sure. Fair, fair. <laughs> um, now, I, I, allegedly, the this has not been the first time we as the public are hearing about this. But if that's true, why has Zalika, why is this the first time it's become this big? Well, I mean, I, like this type of shit gets swept over the, under the rug all the time. So it's like not shocking to me. And like, I just feel as if though people only want to hear the happy, good story side of things. Like, oh, this white couple did so much for this black person. So we need to celebrate that. Da, 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 da. And then like, we get excited about something for a little bit when we hear like the real true story and then we forget as soon as the bigger not the bigger but like another thing like this happens and we focus on that and then we lose sight of what happened so i'm not i'm not shocked that this this is a cycle is is there any world in which the term conservatorship has been boosted and helped michael over in this situation because of britney spears because before britney like there really wasn't that much discussion of that kind of thing unless it was like power of attorney for older people yeah, no, I definitely would think that would have something to do with it. Because, like, we didn't, honestly, I remember hearing the word before, but I remember hearing the word, but not knowing what it meant and being like, oh, it's just like a legal protection thing. Cool. Mm-hmm. And after, like, the 14 Britney documentaries of watching, and I was like, oh, no, this is not cool. This is not something someone this person's age should have. Yeah, no bueno, no bueno. Now, Scout, let, let, let's walk through this. Obviously, it's a very tough situation for uh, Mr. Michael Ower. Um, If you knew you were the subject of a, of a movie and you were not getting paid for a said movie, what, what would you do? Would, would you try to make a bigger deal about this sooner? I mean, yes, but I think it also, like, I, a lot of, like, just the more I've read about it in the context of everything makes it just, like, that more obvious of how, like, as soon as people claim that you're, like, disabled in the public eye, like everyone immediately discounts like what you're saying as like oh maybe it's not truthful because like clearly like there must be a reason they have a conservatorship there must be like a reason that's all happening so i think it's like a very it definitely like brings into context a lot of like how conservatorships are used and Mm -hmm. especially related to people who are or aren't disabled just being like if you're labeled as disabled all of a sudden people are not going to like are going to discount what you're saying as like oh maybe it's not true i would Yes, I, w- I if I was in that situation, I, I would say that I would try and make a bigger point sooner, but also. Now, I don't think any of the three of us are uh, legal experts here, um, but w- if it was an adoption instead of a conservatorship, how much would change? Or would the situation right. not even be an issue? I don't know. I don't know, like the difference and like how everything would be treated, but. Well, as someone who has a sister who's adopted and, like, who's gotten family stuff, like, older relatives who, like, passed away to pass things down, to my knowledge, my sister, as someone who's adopted, gets everything equally as to me and my other cousins. So, one would think that, like, it's legally viewed as a relative and a conservatorship is more like a, we control this person as, like, a protection towards them, not for their rights or what they have. You know what I mean? Not right. what they're it deserved. And is it in fact true that eighteen is the cutoff? You can't adopt anyone over the age of eighteen. 
I think it's more of a symbolic and less of a legal. Gotcha. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I think you can like legal. It's still technically legal, but like there are someone who is 18. They're older than 18. They they're like seen as an adult. So it's not like you can make choices for them in, in a guidance way. It's more so like a this person is now part of my family legally. Yeah. So what? Look at look at this white people being terrible once again. Right. And on the south. Of that, I also <laughs> think like yeah, because of where they're from, the area is already like semi kind of racist. So like they would be willing to like swipe this under the rug because he's not white. So it's like okay, right. cool. Let's let's just let's be okay with this because fuck that. Now I do want to talk about the Sandra Bullock of it all because that that part really is fucking killing me. I'm like weird do, do we do we need to get these people on the internet lives like are you fucking kidding yeah me? that's the thing it's like it's very like terminally online behavior of like mm-hmm. like especially in this context of, like she's literally mourning her very long-term partner right who just died right. and she just took a role and did well in it and won an oscar it has absolutely nothing to do with like the context of it in real life and how things change 10 15 20 years. i mean like people are, are coming out and saying well she should have known she should have had more conversations what? with them and blah 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 she, but no she's an actress she's an actress she took the material that she was given and presented to her and did right. what she did with it exactly and like if if like anything they should have like let the full story roll out do investigative on it let it like the shit hit the fan do the full story and then once there's a resolve have her do the second movie showing what really happened and then give all the proceeds to the kids. There it is. That's literally another what I've Oscar. with it as well. Um, I mean, listen, I, I think this is a crazy story, but is it possible that there are many other real life stories that are just Hollywood hacks, <laughs> like these heartwarming stories we watch on film that we're going to find out are also not true at all? Yeah. I mean, I just assume any like, based on a true story, whatever thing is going to be sanitized for the public. I assume there's going to be details left out of everything, you know? Like Oppenheimer? (laughs) No, like Barbie. Barbie's not real? What are you talking about? No, Barbie's not real. She's really a Nazi. Oh my god, I knew it all along. Um, Well, Good luck to this situation. I'm sure we'll be talking about it once again because it's going to go to trial. Next up, good segue. All eyes on her in the center of the court, just like a divorce proceeding. Once again, the princess of pop is getting a divorce, this time to Sam Ascari. The pair will be going their separate ways after 14 months of marriage. The two originally met in 2016 on the set of Spears music video Slumber Party and married in June of 2022, following the end of her conservatorship. Since the announcement of the split, the model and fitness trainer, who is 29 years old, wrote on his Instagram, after six years of love and commitment to each other, my wife and I have decided to end our journey together. We will hold on to the love and respect we have for each other, and I wish her the best always. Shit happens. He also asked for privacy. Good luck. Brittany has since said she is buying a pony for her. What happened? What caused the end of this marriage? Zalika, you're an expert on Brittany. Um, yes, as someone who has a PhD in Britneyology and <laughs> the study of spears, um, I personally think, in my opinion, that he just ran out of her, like, nail money and was kind of like, okay, I gotta go because, like, 
Yeah, I love how they're doing the whole in face, like, oh yeah, it happens, and there's things you don't know behind the scenes, he 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 kind of bullshit. Because like with all the allegations right now that he's trying to get their prenup revised, and like if she doesn't listen to me, I have shit on her that's gonna ruin her, and blah 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 blah. I'm like, okay, dude, you got the cash grab. You tried grabbing as much as you can, and then now mm-hmm. you're trying. You're like, well, the what the taps done run dry, and she only has money from. Her, her past and not from her now so now he's being a little dick about it Scout how long before Simon Schuster uh, signs him for a tell-all book uh, re- as soon as the as soon as everything dies down for Britney's book <laughs> no I think it's, um, and it's also interesting just ahead. that like a lot of it happened in the like height like a lot of their relationship came about and like was more you know like they married and everything like that in the like covid and post like lockdown and all that thing so it's like a lot of celebrity relationships i'm sure it's just like the the further we get out of covid restrictions and things like that the more people like i mean you know look at ariana's husband Brittany. like right there's like a lot to like adjust to and then eventually you're going to realize like oh like like gone i'm not famous and every relationship I've been in, you know, eventually you get through the honeymoon phase, but like, I don't know what that's like when you're very clearly in the public eye. I've not been <laughs> all in the time. So I wouldn't know. So uh, thanks for um, reminding me that my life sucks. Scout. Um, <laughs> that's exactly what I was doing. Thank you. Uh, Zalika, you Zalika, <laughs> yeah. Do you think that Britney will use this divorce to give us new music or is that dream just never going to be a reality? Well, as someone who is in the public eye and as someone who is famous and depressed because their husbands always try to steal all their money, um, I would make an album. However, I do hear it is in the works that I saw somewhere through some source that there is a company that has reached out to her with a big payday to release new music. So it is something that we should be expecting. Um, is it going to be like Adele where we're going to get like this angsty, heart ridden drama music, or is she just going to bounce and bounce and be ballads? Ballads. It's a, it's a, it was labeled as a air quote comeback album, so I'm mm-hmm. sure there's going to be dance. some kind of dance. Yeah. Um, do you think Britney should just say, you know what, I'll give you music eventually? I want to be on the stage, I'm going to do Broadway. <laughs> no, no, Dancing with the Stars, maybe. Dancing that one honestly, at this point in time, I could see happening. I could see her doing Dancing with the Stars, or I could see her doing that British ice skating show. Uh huh. Um, the one that the Vivian oh. was just recently on. Is, yeah, mm-hmm. last year. Oh my God, it's been a while. If I was her, I would just release like a giant pop album, make a ton of money, and then just go enjoy my. You know, do you remember the rumors uh, from years ago when Britney Spears was supposed to take over the role of um, Charity in Sweet Charity? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. And then she was also rumored to take over the role of the Lady of the Lake in Spamalot. Yeah. Well, just in time. Well, that one's not happening. We have, we have Le- Leslie Kritzer who's going <laughs> to slay that role, I'm sure. I can't wait. I love Spamalot. So fun. Is there is there a musical that you want Britney Spears on in? Is this Chicago? She's going to do Chicago. Yeah. Isn't, isn't there a musical with all her music in it? Why I was literally about to one? say, isn't there one with just her music? I don't think she wants to sing her own music on Broadway. That would be silly because it's not that's not how we know it. I mean, listen, as I and have let her previous, dance to it and let someone no, else sing backstage. <laughs> as I have previously witnessed an artist in their own musical, it doesn't work out the same to your ear where you're like, 
why is Billy Joe Armstrong not sounding like he does on the oh, album? Okay. That's a little, little difference. But uh, listen, <laughs> watching him in American Idiot was one of the best theatrical experiences of my life. We all mm. lived for it. It was so great. I can imagine. Um, but Brittany, I hope all is well. I hope this is okay. And I don't know the Sam Asghari person, but he doesn't seem like fun times. I will always be team Brittany, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, is there anyone you want her to pair up with, or do you think she should just be single for a while? I want like, like a nostalgia Oh, I thought you meant like musically. I was like, come on, give me a Gaga single with Brittany. No, with a man or a woman. It's like, who should she date? I want like a 90s throwback. I want her to be with like JC Chizé or something. It's like really cool people. <laughs> a different oh. sync member. Um, mm. Yeah, I think she's got a better chance of um, being in some sort of relationship with Lance Bass. Um, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going from divorce to engagement. The new girl is becoming a new wife. Zoe Deschanel is officially engaged to property brother Jonathan Scott after four years of dating. The pair shared a series of romantic photos from their escapades in Paris, the city of love. The newly engaged couple met while filming an episode of... James Corden's Carpool Karaoke in 2019. Mm. That sounds like the great place to meet your partner because you're probably bonding over a terrible experience. <laughs> now, I do have to say that I love HGTV. I love watching those shows. The shows have gone a little downhill, but um, Property Brothers, I can't tell them apart. Any chance they've twin swapped and made a fun little quirky moment for Zoe to figure out which buffoon is which? Probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. Sure, they've had fun. Um, Zalika, can you tell the property brothers apart? No, I couldn't even think they look like literally exactly the same. Except, I will say, yeah. when I saw them on um the Trixie Motel show, mm-hmm. and then I like didn't because I didn't realize they were dating, and then mm-hmm. I watched an interview with them. One seems more depressed than the other. So, like, if I really cared to pay attention to them, I probably <laughs> could tell the difference. But if you ask me in this moment, show me two photos, I'd have no idea. Is Jonathan the real estate guy or the builder guy? Sure. Yeah, okay. why not? That's the thing I can't tell them apart. One one you usually think... has a beard and wears, like, plaid. The other is usually in a suit. Do you think they call the other property sister? Listen... Property I am here on. for a property brother, property sister show with Zoe and her sister and the and the Scots. Like that seems like perfect entertainment. And listen, with with non non scripted shows being the only thing we're about to watch for the right. next couple of months, I'm here for property brother, property sister show. Do you think how that- many new girl reference jokes are they going to make? Oh, here's the new girl. Oh, all of them. Uh, do we the entire uh, cast? They'll, they'll no, bring we, Prince uh, back from the dead for it. Uh, Emily Deschanel, do we do we do we like her work? Do we remember her work? When it, was she in Bones? Bones. Yeah, she okay. was in a lot of Bones. Yeah, yeah. I've only seen a few episodes of Bones, so I don't. Um, she was on another show I watched, um, like a little mini series, but yeah, Deschanel, I love her. She's always been the quirky, fun one. What other random cross Hollywood couples are out there that we had little idea of? Like there was one that I just learned the other day that was surprising, but now I can't remember who it was. How I mean, obviously we find out that they, these two met during carpool karaoke because the reality is they would probably never ever cross paths otherwise. I'm sure there'd be no, I was gonna say an awards show, but 
No, not not these two. I guess, yeah, no. Well, congrats to them. Um, I'm glad you had a, a beautiful photo shoot in Paris. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> Let's talk about some drama. Leah Michelle just got a proverbial slushy to the face. We dreamed a dream that Broadway diva Adina Menzel would play Leah Michelle's mom on Glee. Our dream came true, but Menzel didn't love her experience. While promoting her new album, Menzel revealed how it felt playing the mother of a teenager just three months after the birth of her own child. She stated that she worried she wasn't going to work again after playing someone's mother when you should be playing their older sister. She says it wasn't great for the ego and just <laughs> sucked it up because she was excited to work with who? Ryan Murphy and be part of the show. Um, let's talk about this. Older sister's a stretch girl. I love I love Adina, but... Well, I mean, to be fair, they're what, like 15 years apart? Less than that? I mean, yeah. she's my age. But right? in the context of TV, where Leah was already playing, like, younger than she was. <laughs> yes, yeah, she was. You're not gonna... Um, you're not gonna... No. Listen, I could have seen it. She she could have... Looking at that photo behind you, um, I would have... It makes I, sense. She was a team mom. It all made sense. Zlika, now I know you were a bit of a gleek, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. What did you think of when the casting was revealed that Adina Menzel would be on the show? Um, I Okay, so they're 16 years apart officially. Leah's 36 and Adina's 52. Um, sorry, my Virgo brain needed to Google that. She looks um, 52. She does really look really good. And like... <laughs> really good. I remember like the preview for the episode, like and like butthole clenching because like it was all about Beth and the baby and all that stuff. It was great. <laughs> um, I honestly we got poker face that duet out of it, so like that's mm-hmm. really all I ever needed, and like that once to cover is justified anything else they did. So <laughs> that's my personal that, opinion. That's fair. Like, Scout, do you imagine that there was any on-set drama between um, the two of them? Wasn't there dra- on-set drama between Leah and everyone? Like, doesn't everyone yeah. have a Glee story about Leah? Being- but we we haven't heard Adina Menzel's Glee story about Leah and Michelle, do we? Yeah, but also Adina is a Broadway legend and Leah wants Broadway, so she's like going to probably be the one person she'd be nice to. Okay, sure. That's she fair. That's had a fair. little bit of a different experience. Now... <laughs> We we could we could do a whole rewatch of Glee one day. Maybe maybe it'll happen on the podcast. I don't know. But um, there were a lot of fan forced cameos on this television program, Glee. What was your favorite fan forced cameo from the Glee universe? Obviously, for me, it was Jonathan Groff. I mean, once that casting happened, I was like, oh my god, it's a reunion of Spring Awakening. Um, mm-hmm. And then they just ran that character to the ground. It was like, stop, stop. We don't need to see him anymore. Like, do you have any favorites? Scout, any favorites? I don't know why the guest that stands out in my mind is Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm. Oh God! But I, I feel like I like I stopped watching Glee after like season three. I want to say when when all of Ryan Murphy's political agendas were forced into the plot lines when they got got, yeah it just fell off for me personally uh but I like remember Gwyneth Paltrow singing turning tables right as like a dog Mm -hmm. and I don't know why that stands out in my mind but it does (laughs) it's like do you remember the time when they forced Shangela Mm -hmm. 
to sing to circular time. Time. that is like my favorite glee mashup by far i hate it so much because it's oh like, i love the it. scissor sisters on glee and they destroyed it with turkey lurkey time no, they, oh it's such a it's so funny now i'm sure ryan murphy one day is going to try to make some glee post series happen mm-hmm. which means yeah. we're going to get a whole generation of music that was not in Glee to come out in Glee form. Give me two or three songs that have come out since Glee was canceled to now that you want to hear Gleeified. I didn't get to answer the guest star thing. My okay. favorite guest star was the um, who is in Sweeney Town right now? Josh Groban. Josh Groban. <laughs> he had like a restraining order and that whole sub storyline because yeah. he was judging and he was like, "I need to get a restraining order now." He yeah, never even listening. sang on the damn show. Um, but yeah, two to three songs. I don't know. Maybe definitely they probably would ruin something from Olivia Rodrigo for sure. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Driver's license would have been. Driver's license is probably going to be Leah Michelle singing about Corey's death. Um, I mean, I know that I don't think they'll get an entire episode, but you know that they're going to take every hit Dua Lipa song and do a Dua Lipa. I'm just very thankful that Glee had been canceled by the time Old Town Road was like. <laughs> mm-hmm. that do been. do you think dropped. Blaine Blaine or Kurt would sing Rush? <laughs> <laughs> would have been the Warblers. Oh God! Um, listen, I'm not asking for a, a a new Glee series, but this just sounds like fun because there was a period of time when I would download all the songs because they were good tracks. Mm. They were really, really good. Are they better selling than the Beatles? <laughs> in in fact, like um, in one of the music leagues that I'm part of, uh, if you don't have music league, you're just not cool. Um, it was TV and movie week, and I had to submit a song from TV, and I decided, you know what? One of the best mashups they ever did was Survivor, I Will Survive. I loved it. They did great music. Uh, problematic show, but uh, congrats to Alex Newell for beating Leah Michelle um, for a Tony Award. But would like half the cast be have to be recasted? Oh, no, 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 no. You know how this works. They are going to be the parents. They will have the children. Yeah, but like, okay, so are we going to have a child from Santana? That I, think, no, I think that, no, I think we're going to have, well, they'll, they'll pay homage to the Fallen in a different way, I think. The Fallen. Mm. That cursed ass. What a cursed show. Um, okay, well, I have a show that's not going to be cursed um, because it's going to be good. It was inevitable. Guess who's back in the house? The villains, baby. Reality villains of this century are coming together to give us the content we deserve. Ease House of Villains. The villains will unite in House of Villains, a new reality show that gathers 10 reality TV villains under one roof to compete for a $200,000 prize and the title of America's ultimate supervillain. $200,000? What the fuck are these people going to do besides scream at each other? The cast includes Anfisa Akabchenko from 90 Day Fiance, Johnny Bananas from The Challenge, Sheik Chatterjee from Love is Blind, Johnny Fairplay from Survivor, Bobby Lights from Love and Hip Hop Miami, Corinne Olympios from The Bachelor, 
Amorosa Magnaults Newman from The Apprentice, Tiffany New York Pollard from Flavor of Love, Jax Taylor from Vanderpump Rules, and Tanisha Thomas from Bad Girls Club. Zalika, I know you are excited. <laughs> what do you think about this cast and who is the ultimate villain of this season? So I was immediately excited when I heard the premise of the show, but then I read the cast list and I was like, this is going to either be hella scripted, rigged, because that's the only way I think it's actually going to be like palatable and like expect, like easy to watch because like the only, like, okay, you have Johnny Fairplay and Johnny Bananas. Like they're the only two that could win, like in my mind, because like, unless it's because like, I said the competitions are going to be physical, mental. And also emotional. I'm like, okay, well, it, but still, like reading the cast list, they're the only two that are actually real, in my opinion, in the competitive setting reality show villains, other than Amorosa. But like Amorosa was a villain in like a boardroom. So like, unless I don't understand how all the challenges are going to like address everyone's villain strength. So unless to, they to like, be fair. Uh, Corinne did do The Bachelor in Paradise, which did have hmm. some competition form too. I've seen The Bachelor in Paradise. That shit don't count. That shit don't count at all. That's um, like saying, Scout. oh my goodness, yeah. you have to drink a mimosa, but also while walking the- on a balance beam. Ooh, that's so hard. <laughs> like, it's like the Tila Tequila shot at love challenges. They weren't really challenges. They were just fucking like stupid things. Scout, how many episodes before Amorosa quits? Um, I think she could make it to halfway. I mean, she's already been put in a house of celebrities, um, mm-hmm. and she barely survived that. Barely. Uh, how is she going to do with these egos? Um, so, so you know, so so make good TV, I'm sure. Now, I don't know much about the show, but I did know a lot of of it because I did meet Johnny Fairplay a couple of months ago, and he was trying to spill shit to people and we're like we don't want to be spoiled and he he's very excited for the show um mm-hmm. mostly because this is his fucking comeback uh so i i expect him to go hard and he is going to be a monster and we will love him for it i'm just gonna say it i can't stand johnny bananas and i have not been able to um mostly since the sarah rice situation yeah. um, he's gonna be a terror I mean, the only way I could see this show actually working and being, like, relatively good is if the people they were villains to have some sort of say or some sort of, like, twist to the show. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if, like, the first challenge is, like, the villains have to face the people they were villains to and, like, some sort of, like, torture or some sort of, like truth to like something that like really gets under their skin otherwise i just feel like this is going to be another one of those like e slash mtv the competition series like a shot at love or like flavor of love where like the competitions are dumb and make no sense and, so this like, is just it's a version it's the villain version of the surreal life or like x on the beach or mountain beach whatever they've done it's all things where it's <laughs> like it's heavily edited heavily stupid heavily scripted and the only things the villains really are there for is to fight with each other for TV to make money. Now, I don't know. I, I did not watch the show. Is Tiffany Pollard really a villain? Yeah. Okay. She's like the OG villain. Okay. okay. Very okay. much an antagonist. I knew she was an antagonist. I never really saw her as a villain because the people she was in that fucking house with were just terrorists in their own right. And I obviously remember... Um, 
New York from her stint in Celebrity Big Brother in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, friends, if you have not watched those clips, they're so good. The whole David died thing. It's one of the best TV reality TV moments in the history of te- television. It's so good. Um, she's so stupid. I love it. Now, oh, good. I remember when this show was being flirted and then there was rumors of things. I'm going to ask you this question. I'm going to share who I think would be great. Who should be included in the second season of the show? Because you know, it's probably going to happen. My pick is someone who was rumored and I'm not going to say that they're not in it because we don't know how the show's working, but give me Phoebe O'Hara, Jeremy Carey. Yeah. Yeah. Give me it. Mm-hmm. They will destroy everyone in that house <laughs> while wearing Party City. Mm-hmm. Um, Party City. Zalika, give me a villain for season two. Um, I'm thinking the Big Brothers villains. Um, Janelle. Why not Janelle? A villain? No, she is not a villain. She is my hero. I think Janelle. She is misunderstood because she's so fucking good. But okay, big this brother. Be good. Let's let's. I mean, if you want to, I mean, again, not necessarily a villain, but an antagonist. You put put Dan Geesling in there. Yeah, or Frankie Grande. He was. Oh, the, that's the ultimate man. villain. Uh here I'll, I'm here for that one. Scout, who do you want? Give me a villain. Um, I don't know. I was thinking Big Brother players, and Dan was the one I was thinking of. So, what about Richard Hatch? Yeah. <laughs> OG Survivor winner. He wasn't even invited back for. What is the war? What do you? Well, that, that, I mean, mm-hmm. this is a different television program on a different network. I think yeah. they would allow him if he was going to bring the drama. Mm-hmm. Um, what other villains? I mean, there has to be some other great villains. What about celebrity villains like Charlie Sheen? I mean, well, I'm sure he was on some reality show at some point in time, right? Probably. Now, how about House of Heroes? Do you think we'll get the spinoff? No. <laughs> No, too nice. Nobody wants to watch good people. They all want right. to watch mean people. Listen, I'm, I, if you give me House of Villains, then you get House of Heroes, then put them together for House of... Heroes mean, versus Villains. Yeah, there you go. And one of the best seasons of Survivor ever. Just saying. I don't know. Is this show going to be good? Is it like a yes no. or no? No. No. It's going to get one season and it's going to it's gonna be just like that um, VH1 did that the haunted house with all the celebrity people in it well that's because the star power of that show is fucking terrible unless you watch all those shows the only I reason why i know i i like i remember i liked every single person on that show because i've watched every single one of those shows because there was a time during the pandemic where i only watched vh1 because it was the only login that was free and i watched a lot of those shows and i liked <laughs> a lot of those people and it's still the problem is, is the writing. If they write too heavy and don't make it enough of a competition, and they steer things to like you could see it coming, it's not. It just becomes predictable and boring. And I feel like that's, okay, that's going to happen. I only watched for Alaska, and I thought Alaska did fantastic on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, Scout, do you think Pumpkin's going to show up? Bye, Pumpkin. Bye, Pumpkin. She's going to say it right. She's going to whoever gets eliminated first. She's going to say bye, Pumpkin too. Probably, probably show the clip. Of course, I just I think it's the Tiffany Pollard Amorosa moment that I'm waiting for. I I just know the two of them, they're not gonna get along. I'm surprised this is the first time they've been put on a cast together, right? 
insane. Because mm-hmm. wasn't uh, Tiffany Pollard rumored for Celebrity Big Brother US a couple times? Mm-hmm. Uh, two times it happened. Yeah. Um, come on, friends. You know Celebrity Big Brother's happening. Um, if the writer's strike doesn't end anytime soon, oh, it's going to happen. We're definitely getting... Okay, fine. But we're going to ask it right now. Give me a name that you want on a new Celebrity Big Brother. Obviously, I'm going to... Give me the trifecta. Put on Michelle Visage. You'll have Ross, mm. Carson, and then Michelle. On Juju B. Juju B. Okay, Juju B. Brittany. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure she would do it. Um, no, it would not be Brittany. It would be Jamie Lynn. Um, Ooh. Good for her. Is anyone watching Stars on Mars? Because I'm not. I heard it's. Terrible. I tried it. I really tried it for like an episode while at the gym, and it was just like really bad. Yeah, Lance Armstrong like, apparently you, destroyed it all. The game they're the games like I was watching one of the games they were playing, and it was their acting was just really bad. Well, not everyone could be Miss Felicia. Um, um, Big oh. Brother Twenty Five. No, oh, I love Miss Felicia. Love her, Denzel, her sister. <laughs> oh god what what a time for reality tv listen as a reality tv junkie i'm just here for all the reality tv but i want i miss my scripted shows it's gonna it's gonna be weird gonna yeah. miss them. all right friends what are you looking forward to next week scout uh i don't know i've just been watching a ton of old big brother so it's gonna be yeah you're addicted that. you're very very addicted that's because i just introduced a boyfriend to it so there's a lot to see addicted I mean, you know, he sits there and watches with us. So he's doing it because he loves you so much. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, what a great thing about relationships. I love it. Zalika, what are you looking forward to? Waking up. Waking up is very important. Um, Are you going to be able to wake up tomorrow for your fabulous brunch? Oh, God. Yeah. That's going to be great. Working tonight till 4 a.m. to only be up by 7 to start getting ready. I love it so much. It's living the dream, living the dream. Well, speaking of, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, any projects you want to plug? Zalika, let's start with you. You can find me on Instagram at ZalikaNYC. That is Z as in zebra, A's and anal, L as in licking eyes and incest, K's and kangaroo, A's and alphabet, NYC, like the city I'm in. You can find me Tuesdays at Booby Trap for Babes with Balls Bingo. You can find me once a month at Echo Bravo for Ready to Serve Brunch once a month. At the Moxie Williamsburg for Babes Who Brunch. And you can also catch me hanging somewhere from the ceiling at House Yes once every so often. Or you can just give me your money at Tip the Drag Queen, Cash App and Venmo. She can be sleepy and still nail that um, plug. We love it. Mm-hmm. Scouty. I've got Sonner everywhere. Um, and not much this month, but. Hosting the Kylie album release party at Trade in DC next month. So Padam Padam. And 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 maybe there's gonna be some sort of like rewatch series on this podcast. I don't oh, know. Yeah, I'm still waiting to find out about that. Maybe I should I'll, I'll send you I'll talk about we'll figure it out later today. <laughs> tomorrow. Um friends, if it does happen, you might be um a queen that likes to scream, so be on the lookout. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.